The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Right, let's do a quick name check here. How have we got David? Yes. Have we got Danielle? Uh, yes. And Michael? Here and ready to rock. Great. Now, these guys are all from the band Too Few, who have got a new song out called Lips Blue. So if one of you would like to describe the style of the song, really, then you're welcome to. Yeah, I think uh, Lips Blue is really a you know, progressive rock song with a lot of cool licks, uh, starting with piano. You know, our, all of our music is piano fronted mm. and, um, you know, really kind of driving licks to, to set... Uh, a tone around a song that you know tells a story uh, from someone's life. I'll let Mike describe the story for you, but really, you know, the the the, uh, the layering, all of the the way the instruments go together. Um, I would put it more in the you know progressive rock uh, and alternative camps. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And in terms of the lyrics, what kind of themes does it have in it? I think everybody's going to have their own conception of the lyrics, uh, but for me, it was they were based on uh, a past relationship dissolving. And- and a third-person perspective of the person that I had separated from in that relationship. Mm. I kind of dove into that memory. I was like, how would it feel to be this person, you know, who wanted to be together, and I didn't. So that's kind of the inspiration from that. Yes. And how did you go about recording it? Have you all been in separate places, or have you managed to meet up in a studio in these times? Um, So we we practice at our house. Um, uh, David's... David and Michael are brothers. Yeah. Um, so during COVID and stuff, we live 10 minutes away. So yeah. we would quarantine together and practice together. And then um, when it was starting to ease up a little bit, we found a recording studio, found a drummer and another guitar player and uh, started practicing there every week. So we've been managing pretty good. Yeah. Being family and all helps. Yeah, absolutely. And how long did this song actually take to write from start to finish? That's the the cool part about this song was when we decided to take our group from, you know, just being a couple members to full-fledged band. Uh, we wrote this song in about 10 minutes 
and then brought it to the band and uh, developed it in about over two months and rolled out to Nashville to record it. Yeah, that's pretty impressive then. We, I kind of look back on that and pinch myself too. Right. You know, If I didn't have the video to remind me that it really happened, I'm not sure I'd believe it either. <laughs> but yeah. it was kind of cool. Yeah. And how did the name for the band come about as well? Because it's too few, but it's kind of cool because it's the number two and not even the number two like you'd expect but the number two spelled out <laughs> it's a great it's a great question uh yeah. the the moniker is uh previous to tutu's inception i was in another popular band and it had been around for about eight years and we we had these rotating bass players at one point we were high and dry out of bassist in the middle of a record and my wife's like hey you know i can i can pick up the bass mm. and learn some licks to cover you till you find one so she did and then uh she was like i want to jam with you on piano because i had these other piano songs i wasn't doing in that band so we started jamming and uh then later when she uh, we found a new bass player we realized there were just two of us, you know, on piano and a bass guitar. So we were two few members of a band. <laughs> yeah. and that, that was where we, we played the, uh, the play on words there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So how did each of you originally get into music then? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the first one on that. So, you know, probably when I was in my uh, early teens, maybe a little bit before, um, you know, I had a few different instruments, originally started on saxophone and then, uh, you know, figured uh, guitar was actually my main love. It took me about a year and a half to figure that out. And I, I ended up playing with guitar uh, ever since. But I would go to sleep, uh, holding my guitar, I would wake up in the morning with wow. it still in my hands and, uh, you know, play it pretty much all day as much as I could. Um, I had the luxury of going to an art school for high school and got to spend almost all my time in, you know, during during uh, normal school hours in the practice rooms and then do all, you know, all my homework outside of that. Um, that carried with me into college. I took, you know, a studio recording initially in college uh, and, you know, got to spend uh, an awful lot of time just in, in the studio, both on, on both sides of the glass, you know, running the console as well as uh, doing performance and, uh, yeah. you know, sitting in with uh, some of the bigger bands that would come through um, on the live scene. And then, you know, right around the end of that era, um, Mike and I were playing a lot of music together, just kind of a uh, little project, nothing too serious. And I uh, started getting a lot of attention on a few things that we had done uh, and brought those in and did those commercially um, and had enjoyed a number of hits so uh, you know that that was my story and that that brings us all the way to today where you know here i am still on uh, on guitar and uh, playing in this great band yeah definitely and danielle um well i started um my music in um, middle middle school element in elementary school middle school and throughout high school mm. um i played violin um so i was you know i trained in music and theory and everything like that and then kind of gave it gave it a break for a while yeah. was doing life you know in general and then um picked up the bass i think it's about four years now mm. and was able to pick it up super easy because i you know it's kind of like violin but reverse you know with the notes so i was able to read the music right off the bat yeah. so now i'm you know trying to teach myself how to play by ear a little bit better you know yeah. being in a band with other instruments yeah and the bass is an interesting thing to get into because of all instruments it's probably the least likely that somebody would pick up really i don't know i i love it yeah. i love it frustratedly guitar <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't want to play guitar. I, I love I love my bass, mm. so I'm happy with that little niche that I have. Oh yeah, <laughs> must be fun. <laughs> and how about you, Michael? How did you get involved in the musicality? Uh, I, I started playing piano at four. One of our neighbors, wow. uh, and the kind we grew up on, had this old upright. 
And I, I had family on the keys. I wasn't very good, but everyone just, all my parents, friends thought that I, I was this prodigy. And as time went on, I got into classical uh, playing and performancing and, and the competition piano and stuff like that. And I've gone to a bunch of art schools uh, with my brother. And actually, one of the art schools we went to uh, when I was in ninth grade is where we met our, our other guitarist who recently joined the band with us. Uh, around 15 years old, um, you know, being the the kid going through puberty, I uh, dropped piano to piss my parents off and picked up a guitar. <laughs> and I didn't look back on piano until about four years ago when I started to few uh, with Danielle. So now shaking off the dust, my original playing styles back and it's you know fine-tuned and all the kinks are hammered out and uh, we've got a viable product yeah that's exciting now so after this song what other stuff have you got in the works for the band we are dropping a, an immediate follow-up here we're, we're in the final uh, vocal sessions for it yeah and that song is called gone and that was another one of the singles that we recorded in nashville that should drop before the end of the year with an, uh, an accompanying music video as well. And then uh, in early of 2022, we are dropping a brand new single called The War. And we, I'm not sure what we're doing for a video on that, uh, but right now just seeing the preliminary numbers coming from uh, from Lips Blue is, is exciting. Yes. So just watching some of the online channels blow up is a lot of fun. So a lot of anticipation for Gone and really, really can't wait for the show seem to come back with COVID clobbering all these venues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, festivals being canceled. It'd be real fun to go play a festival or a big show again. Oh yeah, for sure. And in the meantime, where are we able to check out the latest song, Lips Blue? I take it it's in all the usual places. Yeah, it's going to be in all the usual places, but your easiest go-to would just be to go to twofewmusic.com. Right on the homepage, there's uh, a, a big video with the music video on the song. If you click the music tab, we're, we're letting people download it for free for the next few weeks as a promotional special. Uh, it comes with all the lyrics, the album cover, all that kind of fun stuff. So Yeah, great. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming on the show today. It's been great to chat to you all. Likewise, thank, thank you so much for having us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.